Ooh. Hi guys, welcome to episode 16 of my podcast, Diary of a Stoned Asthmatic. I'm drunk today, but we'll get into that. Not super drunk, probably if if it was on a scale of 1 to 10, probably by now a 6. It's still creeping, so by the end of the podcast, probably 6.57. But today's Sunday. For those of you joining me for the first time, if I have any first-time listeners, my name is Christina. And I always appreciate my first-time listeners. I also still appreciate my everyday... Well, not everyday, because... <laughs> more like every month. <laughs> my every month listeners that probably want you a big rock to my house. If they know where I live, because it takes so long to put out a new fucking episode. But I've said this before, is like... My life is content, and when I don't have anything going on in my life, I don't have any content. And what was actually frustrating is that I knew I was going to do the podcast today, and I was looking for, I, I honestly really thought I had, like, little points and stuff jotted down, because why does that? When I think about things, or when I have certain conversations, or when I have certain conversations, I try to, like, jot it down as something, as a topic to talk about. But, like, I didn't put it in my phone. I didn't put it in my diary. I didn't put it in the podcast. But I can't find it. So, at first, it was a little dumb because I felt like... Because it's practically been, like, a month and some since I've been... Since I did an episode. So, I kind of had a lot of stuff, like, just jotted down from conversations and stuff. And I couldn't find it. And I was a little upset. But that's okay. I jotted down a couple stuff that I knew was, like important or that had crossed my mind or whatever and I was like we will always find content you know we will always find content so welcome to episode 16 happy as usual to be here about fucking time I I want to do at least more than two episodes a month but I get so busy like especially with work like and that's some of the stuff we talk about today like I get so fucking caught up with work but before I get into today, and it's not really like a diary entry, sometimes I do like catch up podcasts, and this is not really like a catch up, like how I do a filler, we're not really important, we can talk about stuff important today, but when I find a name, if a name pop up during this, because that's that's how I'm like, I will find a name through probably saying some word fuck up or something during the episode, but yeah, so today is just kind of like a catch up for what's been happening, because a lot has actually been happening, and that's why I'm equally mad that I can't find my friggin' jotted on points, nobody. Right, but anyway, so today is fucking Sunday, and I work all week, especially Saturdays. And I think the only reason I'm currently off on Sundays is because the branch that uh, of coffee meal I work at doesn't open on Sundays. The branch that does open on Sundays. So, yeah, today is Sunday. I usually I started this um tradition of going to the beach every Sunday. That was the end of my Savion Blanc. It was so nice. That's kind of why I drunk too. Ish. My boss gave us a wine at work. It was lovely. Oh, it was so lovely. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I was just draining the bottle. <laughs> but, um, right, so I'm a fucking workaholic. I work all week. So Sundays are usually, aside from cleaning days, because I, like, clean the bathroom and the fridge and the kitchen and probably other stuff that I need cleaning on Sunday. I do that on Sundays. So, what the fuck did I start saying that? Right, so that's why I was drinking today. Because, right, when I go to the beach, I use it to kind of, like, detox my week. If it's, like, a really stressful week. Because, like, I deal with practice. 
I don't want to say it's customer service, but obviously I deal with customers. So sometimes like that shit could be really draining. And like you remember I talked about when you have last in last episode, I talked about having certain like on musky and this bro that's trying to fill me out, yeah. <laughs> Jeez my brain. But anyway, um right about detox I use it to detox from my like if I from just like being around my workmates all week and any of the situations I made a hot at work regarding a customer or anything, just kinda of detox a week, you know, because I feel like People kind of take for granted or don't understand how important alone time is. Because like, I find it really allows you to sit with yourself and sit with your feelings and sit with your thoughts. And really grasp an understanding of why you do the things you do and, the, and who you are really becoming as a person. Right? So that's what I usually go to the beach on Sundays to do. And I find it really relaxing, man. I like the sand and my feet. I usually like it for my hair, too. But anyway, right. So I realized recently that I'm genuinely a workaholic. Like, aside from the fact that I get the hours, like, I have no off days, right? I have absolutely no off days whatsoever because my boss realizes that I'm about. Also because I'm one of the few people at work that don't have kids, right? So I realized that I'm genuinely a work of fucking holic, like, I get uncomfortable that time when I came back from COVID and I was out of quarantine. I fucking was like not losing my shit, but I eventually ran out of the stuff to do because like, I clean up under the house. I deal with the fucking garden, which is dying out by the way. Y'all could tell outside is so like hot. Outside is so hot, like all oh, my plants have died. And like I said, because I'm at work so often, I'm sorry if y'all can hear me kind of itching too. If I find this mosquito, y'all can know to fucking bumble clot. But, um, my plants have died because I'll say it's been so hard recently and I've been at work so much. I haven't been able to, to tend to them like I should be. But, um, I've been working a lot. I work literally every day. And because I find because of the type of hours I have, so I work from probably like seven to four or like eight to five or stuff like that. So like... You're up before most people, and then by the time the day is done, like, everything's done, everybody's done, and then, like, I don't drive. Wait, ah! <laughs> I started driving. So, when I was rolling the split, I jotted down a couple points, like I said, and one was that I started driving. So, I started driving. I had my permit for a minute, but because I was back and forth between school, I was never really in Barbados long enough to get my actual license. So... We suppose long as cunt. My face can get sore out so hard if I don't be careful. But um, because of school, I was kind of stagnated with that. So as soon as I got back and I knew that I was going to be here for a while, I got started on that. And it's been really nice. It's, it's like once you don't overthink it, it's pretty cool. I'm uh, reversing now. Pretty good on reversing on the left-hand side. We can start reversing on the right-hand side probably next week. But it's actually fucking bomb. Like, it's really cool. <laughs> it's actually pretty fucking cool, like, being in the car and everything. And... I feel good that, you know, I just slowly but surely progressing towards my goals. Because that's definitely, definitely, definitely be on my list. Like, for sure. Oh my gosh, what's going to leave me alone, please? I'm begging, like, just leave me alone. And I don't have the fan on. Yo, mosquitoes are rampant and they're fogged, but it don't make no sense, brother. Done. And because I, I have on a, like, a sports bra, so it's just fucking on my back. Let me do my podcast, please. But anyway, so, right, so, that's just been pretty much it. Like, I've really just been at fucking work. And, like, I've trained, I've been trained to, like, 
do how to put it like manage not because i don't really have a social life like that but like just managing my friendships and managing certain just communication avenues because i'm really lazy at it i wouldn't say i'm not good because you can be good at anything that you practice so you do have to put your mind into certain things and i really have not been putting my mind into it as much as i should be so i'm really really trying to work on it so that's really been my little intro nothing super spectacular just driving on sundays beach on sundays and work during the week fucking work hustling these hours man because i feel like busy time this is the time you should be hustling with no sleep and finding extra jobs and side jobs and starting out your side hustle and putting in all the hours because i feel like you know as you get older and you really genuinely start to slow down like it, you're not like i said you're not going to slow down so you won't be able to like stay up for such long hours putting so much effort and energy into into certain things you will want to right so i do believe that this is the time this is the time to really be be pushing and hustling that there's no tomorrow right so that's really what i've been doing um leaving off picking picking up kind of from the last episode when i talked about um healing with your parents and stuff and what's not i i'm gonna give an update It's not a super fantastic, like, positive update. And I realize that because healing and growth and what's not is not linear. So I can't expect to always be going forward. But, like, it's not, it's it's been okay, but it's not to the point where it could be, right? Because I still, I still have not reached the place yet or the point yet where I am... Like, okay with them, right? And that's actually divulged into something deeper that I've actually been trying to work on this week, which is, like, acknowledging my triggers because I realize I get really triggered around them for for things that I'm... I find, like, for traumas that I'm stuck in. You know what I mean? So I realize a lot of the things that I'm angry, I guess, at them for now are a lot of childhood traumas that I have trapped and I really have not released yet. So, like, that's where I'm at now as it pertains to them really trying to get to the point of loving them like I was talking about through releasing these traumas that I have not forgiven them for yet but like I still being very patient with myself with that because no it's so it's layers right it's been layers and this kind of way I've been I was always asking why fucking absent but I feel like y'all just know but now I just be absent as fuck but super sidebar I realize you can't do that like when you have a like a business or something like this, a podcast where you put yourself out there and you put out something out there for people to listen to and consistency is definitely fucking key with things like this and I'm trying to fucking get it. Like, I don't doubt that couple, like at least three to four or maybe five episodes ago, I talked about how consistency for me is like a greased rope and no matter how much I keep grabbing on this rope to get to the top because it's greased, my hands just keep fucking slipping. Like, honestly, consistency is my biggest, like hurdle in life i struggle with consistency in so many aspects in my diet in my in my well the only thing i don't struggle with that i do consistently is saving because i'm so strict about my goals and the things i want to achieve but like my diet and working out and just things like yoga and meditation and stuff praying i find i'm not the podcast i'm not as consistent with those stuff as i would like to be and i'm really really trying to get there but i did talk about how we have to continue to be patient with ourselves because 
I feel really good about the fact that I've gone to the point where I do believe that I talk to myself really well. I'm very patient with myself and I understand that this is just because of where I'm at now and the things that I know now and the knowledge and things that I have access to now, you know? So there's certain things that I can't be so hard on myself for, even though Nezzle, my brother, does still tell me that he needs me to take a fucking break because I just don't take a break. And I really don't. And we were talking about that this morning, actually. He was just talking about just the pressures we apply to ourselves. And we'll get into that because I feel like it goes both ways. So... <laughs> Sometimes when you feel like the pressure is on I keep on praying Hoping someday I'll make it <laughs> With another smile again Oh girl Tell me, tell me my need is Name this episode Pressures Also don't forget like drunk fellas <laughs> Not too too drunk <laughs> Six but remember we claiming because I mixed brown rum with ginger ale. I drank both trade in there. I had a half bottle of Savion Blanc. Yeah? Alright. <laughs> Moving. So, yeah. In terms of the pressures, I feel like it could go both ways. Because that's actually something I've been struggling with. In a way. So, I was saying, like, I apply pressures to myself. Like, as it pertains to my license and stuff. Like, I put those pressures on myself. Because there are things that I want to achieve by a certain age. So, like, for example, <laughs> kind of Exclusive. Exclusive alert alert <laughs> but anyway so i plan to move out right i save and i want not to move out like i want to move out i have i've manifested for myself a time that i want to move out by so i hold that pressure to myself that's why i say saving is one of the most consistent things in my life because of the the goal that i have in mind for the purpose of my saving right because i know the mental space that i'm going to achieve when i actually access that but so in terms of that pressure, I apply those pressures to myself, right? Just in terms of for the personal things I want to achieve. But there are also pressures that we do not have to apply to ourselves. And we have to notice that are pressures that we need not to be putting in ourselves. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> it's the enemy on, the enemy on again. So nobody can style me. But just literally staying in your own lane and understanding that it's your own path and your own journey. <laughs> Sidebar again. So I when, like when I listen back to my podcast, guys, <laughs> it's I really realize I need this advice to myself too because when I when I talk to people and I get people advice, it's actually advice that when I listen back to, I realize I actually need for myself. So yeah, in terms of like pressures that I was talking about, so I work out. Like I said, I don't know for those of you who do know, and I keep mentioning this because I do believe that I get new listeners all the time. But I work at Coffee Bean here in Barbados, right? So. Everybody comes to, a lot of people buy coffee, many different walks of life where people buy coffee, we sell other things, so people will come to us to get a thing. A range of people come into Coffee Bean, right? Whatever branch, because we have like six to seven branches. So like as a woman, and I being 100% vulnerable, we already know. So as a woman, certain women will come in, dog, and I will feel like so intimidated and bummy just because of how they look like. They'll be so on point and, like, they just look good. They dress good from top to bottom, manicured, pedicured, hair done, eyebrows done. And my thing is, like, I look nice to wear, yes. But sometimes it's made me feel, like, kind of bad. Like, for example, right, I work at um, one of the branches that has the drive-thru, right? And sometimes people will come in through the drive-thru that went to school with me. And obviously, like, I don't know if they're driving their car. That's another assumption I can't make. But the thing is, like, it just makes sometimes... Well, I would assume that they're driving their car or whatever, especially if they come in the car consistently. And who's... Well, I can't assume that it's their car. You should not assume, though. But the point is, like, I just feel like they've reached certain points in life. And 
I just got to catch myself because it's really beginning to feel bad and it's beginning to feel like I'm stagnant in where I'm at and, and like, I'm not achieving what I want to achieve and people just, like, fast forward ahead of me. And, like, I just really, really got to breathe and be patient and realize, like, I'm my own person. I understand who I am and why I do the things that I do. And, again, like, just staying in your own lane. And I say that to say, like, that's so, I understand that that's so normal to feel. Right, that's normal to feel like some of Christina that God be normal to feel like you's not no outside of feeling that. But you gotta remember at the end of the day, your journey is your own. Also to you, I believe that. I tell myself too, I don't want to get too caught up in these materialistic things and worldly things. Because at the end of the day, yes, I would do certain things and, and I buy certain things and have certain things, yes, for comfort excuse me, or whatever. But like I gotta make sure that the things that I find are intimidating me or whatever are not just materialistic, you understand? Because I any day I come to realize I'm just not that type of girl. I'm really not a materialistic girl. So like the things that be intimidating me, I gotta remember sometimes that you know those are just materialistic and like I gotta remember who I am and my path and the things that I wanna achieve and my journey. And I know that that could be hard sometimes, like, coming out to myself, no, like, I know that I'm not the only person to feel that. And regardless if you're a male or a female, like, just feeling intimidated by your... I ain't nothing wrong by saying that. That does not make you weak. That does not make you any less of a person. That does not make you, like, alienated or whatever. To me, like, that's so normal to feel that because at the end of the way, it's so normal to, without realizing, compare yourself to other people, especially your peers. Especially people that you went to school with or whatever, right? So I just got to, like, consciously remind myself that I am on my own path and I am on my own journey and to just stay focused on myself and to not let those things, they can motivate you, yes, right? I tell myself, yes, they can motivate me to get there and get my own car and stuff like that. And not I, I know people that say, like, you just can't watch people, like, Instagram life and assume that they got their best or whatever because, yes, people have their own issues, but, like, I don't want to dwell it on that. Like, people don't have to be going through shit either. Like, people could genuinely be achieving things in life. You know what I mean? People could genuinely just be achieving things in life, but that doesn't have to make me feel like I'm stagnant. Like, for example, right, I was telling some girls that were, like, before when certain people would come into Coffee Bean, like, that went to school with me sometimes or whatever, I find I would always say things like, um, like, mid, like, not mid-conversation, but the conversation would just flow to a point where people know that I'm at school. To the point, like, no, like, honestly... It's so strange, but everybody that sees me literally goes, I did not even know you were back. Because if you know me, like, you know that I was at school. You know that I go to school in Trinidad. You know that I'm not in Barbados. So, well, went to school in Trinidad. So, now that I'm back, people are asking me questions like, so when you going back or what you doing now with school and COVID? And when I said I'm done, it's not really a shocker. It's like, oh, okay, like, you don't know, whatever. And I found, like, it just made me realize, like, before, I always use that as a crutch because... It, it made me question, like, Christina, what are you ashamed of your job? You know what I mean? Like, I was very, I feel COVID taught me that at the end of the day. Work is work. Like, a blessing is a blessing. And it's not that I don't doubt that I would get to a point where I would use what I went to school for within a career path and what's not. But I've become really grateful for my job and... Before I realized, you know, I really probably just used to use that as an excuse because I felt like, well, my friend who working in God knows where, some sort of corporate office or whatever. Also, because that's conditioning, right? We got to remember that a lot of this fucking shit is bullshit conditioning to make you feel as though, like, because you have not achieved this particular thing, 
that you are not capable of doing certain things, right? And it's got to fucking remember that, that these people get and condition us to fucking raw soul as fuck to, like, to, to do that to us and make you stressed and make you depressed and make you, like, feel like you're not going nowhere and make you feel stagnant and things get frustrated and all kind of cunt, right? And like, that's why I go to the fucking beach every Sunday to catch that nigga. You can't fucking catch me, my nigga. You can't fucking catch me. You can't catch me. I am dear. I am dear all the time. <laughs> I try to catch that shit. Like, my mental, I really try to be so strong in my mental. Like, I am be honest with you, all right? I'm not, like, <laughs> don't let me say never. Because every time I go to say this, I remember this one time. So, this is a trigger. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. I'm about to talk about um suicide attempt. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. So, when I was younger, the only suicide attempt I ever attempted on my life, I got so emotional. I can't remember what I was emotional about, but I was very young. I was probably no younger than 12. No older than 12, sorry. And I attempted to, like, slit my wrist, but I used a butter knife, right? I used a butter knife, and I didn't even, like, break any skin, brother, right? And this is not to make light of people who really attempt suicide in real life have those depressive issues and I will spin off and have a serious episode about that because I will plug and say how we actually do need to create a space for people to easily talk about that space that they're in without selfishly butting in and going but we love you and people are here for you and da 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 sometimes we don't allow those people to just express themselves like they can't even say because they feel like they're being morbid as fuck or they feel like they're being judged for even thinking this. And I feel like sometimes if we just create the space for them to say how they're feeling to the core without literally saying anything, it would actually do a lot. But yeah, coming back. So that was my only suicide attempt. And after that, I've never really like been so low to the point where I feel like I have to take my life. And it's because I really absolutely try so hard to be so mentally strong and positive. And I saw something about that coming up on the TL a while ago. Talking about toxic positivity, you know, where people apparently are like so removed from reality that they're like just extremely positive all the time to the point where it's toxic. And I guess some, in a way, I guess I could be accused of that, but I don't think it's because, and Terry Nick said this actually, but I don't think it's because that I'm, that I've strayed away from my reality. It's just that I understand what my reality is and I understand that I practically actually create my reality. So if I really even amiss things that really are trying to bring me down or be negative or whatever, it's not that I'm looking at it from a non-realistic point of view. It's just that through this realistic point of view, I understand that I have the power to manifest a positive outcome even though some people may say all right for example right oh my god let me find a fucking example i'm thinking let us say oh my fuck all right let me say um hypothetically speaking you get fired from your job right no people will say that's a negative outcome and you might agree as well that that's a negative outcome or negative reaction or whatever but maybe you wanted to start writing a book or maybe you wanted to start a business and that's something else i have jotted down here by the way like because before i mentioned that i used to sell shit on the block when i wasn't starting work yet and yo since i started about work i haven't been able to like continue that right because i can't have like i do not have the time i had all intentions of doing it when i come home from work but i just be so fucking tired 
And then like, it's made for scanters at work and ain't nobody got time to be blending more shit after six o'clock, brother. I just be so tired of that. Seeing a fucking blender with ice, dog. That's the last thing I just want to see when I done work done. I just deal with that the whole day. So like, I have not been able to attain the time into that. And what's interesting is people have been asking about it. People say, yo, Christian, you done the shits. And I just got to be like a cunt. Say, man. <laughs> man. Man. <laughs> That's all I can say because I know that it's just my discipline. Like, one or two people I told them that is my discipline, but, like, I really just know that it's my fucking discipline and my consistency that I just have not gotten in order, you know? But having a job really does take away from your personal time and personal goals and personal achievements, and I find that you have to actively, continuously, like, be putting, like, thought and effort into it, or not you will genuinely lose it and turn into a drone, like, real talk, and again... That's another reason why I go to the beach on Sundays. I really try is to really like reclaim, to reclaim that my time, you know, reclaim having possession of my time because at the end of the day, I own my time. Nobody don't own my time but me. I choose this job. I choose to go to work and watch. And at the end of the day, I still want to have a handle on that. You know what I mean? So, so there are good pressures and bad pressures that you could put on yourself and it just wants to remember that there's a differentiation between the two and continue to acknowledge that so there are pressures again that you can put on yourself because you want to yes achieve certain things for yourself by a certain time or whatever but like try not to make like blend with comparison to like make sure that that line is always distinctly clear because I feel sometimes it could get a bit thin and you could really bring yourself down like that you know what I mean like you could genuinely do so remember that your lane is your lane and your journey is your journey like, it's so funny, that, but I get related to driving um, because, obviously, I'm an L on the road. So, like, people just pass me out on the road and stuff. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, you just got to remember to be patient with yourself. I remember, like, those people have been on the road for however long or whatever. So, like, don't compare yourself to other drivers or, like, don't compare yourself to other people in life. I And I'm saying that to myself as well so that I remember to not apply the bad pressures to myself and then come veer me off my course completely because when you apply the wrong pressures to yourself like it will completely veer you off the course that you're supposed to be on you know what I mean so that's kind of really been the vibe that I've been on I had a little what else I got jotted on here right I got started driving but we talked about that what else I got here there alright we talked about that about self time and stuff so, yeah, something else I wanted to quickly touch on before we go on is um, it could tie into parenting too. I realize that using a lot of these experiences to help build me into being the best parent I guess I could possibly be mentally. But I realize because a lot of women at work, I mentioned I'm one of the few people at work because it's probably three people maximum at work that don't have children. So... Obviously, I interact with a lot of mothers and stuff. And then I have parents. And something I'm consistently realizing is that, like, a lot of people, when they have kids, really, not rely, but have this mentality about their kid not really having to support their kid after he's 18, right? Obviously, because they can work and support itself. No, I understand that because obviously you're an adult now, you're contributing to the fucking society. So like I you go, you get a job or whatever, right? But I was having this conversation with my little brother today and just even in hearing certain conversations, I just realized like you can't not that you can't and again I don't I don't have any fucking children. So all of this, you you could say this with a grain of fucking salt, which I would understand because at the end of the day I don't have children, right? <laughs> 
So, but I, like I said, I, I am trying to help it mold me into having a certain mentality for when I decide to or when it does happen for me, right? And this is a conversation I was having with my brother because I told him this is one of the things I think I struggle with with our parents is that this mentality of your child supporting itself as soon as they get like a little job or whatever I don't think they realize like I was thinking about it the other day is the same concept of your child learning how to walk so obviously when your child's a baby right it's it's crawling and then it learns how to walk that concept still applies like in that transition from teenagers to adult years like you know how to crawl through certain things you get a job you know and then god forbid they didn't teach you any fucking budgeting or investing or saving or any way to do that so then you're a certain age you don't even know how to do that shit you understand so like they're expecting you to know and and have the capability to do certain things by a certain age but then it's like they never taught you that and you don't know that and they just throw you out to fucking sea and tell you to swim and I mean it's not always that drastic in every situation but I just mean it's like I feel like a lot of parents have this mentality of throwing their kids out to sea after 18 and they don't notice it and I'm really trying to condition myself I told myself because this is the logic that I threw to my little brother also as well I said because I, I talked about right when my, I have this idea that when my kid is probably like seven or whatever, obviously they will get allowance, right? So I will give you $20 every Monday. If you want a bike, you know that you would. You get him $20 every Monday. So you will probably try to put on like 5 to $10 to this, out to this $20. The idea is to know how to save and how to budget and how to like, you know, do certain things. So then we fast forwarded the, um, the amount to 25 because I said that a lot of parents don't realize like, in my opinion, I feel like that's actually the time where your money matters most and where your child needs it most. You understand? And I'm not saying that parents don't do that. But I just feel like the idea that they have, like, is actually know where you need to really be investing in your child and really assisting your child to that point. If you can. Because I guess a lot of parents really can't. You know, I guess they've really been waiting for their child to reach a certain age because they really can't afford to support them anymore. And I just mean, like, that's really unfortunate but it's really causing a problem, I feel, in that transition from young young adulthood into older adulthood. Because they don't know how to manage money. They don't know how to invest money. They don't know how to save money. They don't even, even know how to begin to read certain contracts or approach certain proposals or, or cert- anything pertaining to certain anything. You know what I mean? As, as it relates to adulthood and here you are just leaving them there you know what I mean and I'm not saying that that's that's what's happening to me because my parents are still very supportive but I just find that that's the mentality holistically that a lot of um parents have right and it's really throwing the children out to water literally you know what I mean and I'm I'm trying not to do right so I was talking about so when we fast forward now to 25 I was saying my child I will be at a point where my child, I mean, you could agree or not, but I'll be giving at 25, I feel like I give my child $400 every week. You gain $400 every Monday. If every fucking Wednesday you coming back to me talking about you run out to raise so money and you want more money, that can't happen, brother. You understand? Because at the end of the day, the idea is to be teaching you investment and what's not. You could you could be off and I move out of my house off of $400 a week, though, brother, with a job. You understand what I mean? Like with a job and, and doing things like that. In my personal opinion. Right, so I just feel like from early we should really teach our kids the idea of saving and 
budgeting and just knowing how to sustain themselves before we throw them out to water. Because this idea, this ideology of just, I can't wait to make it as 18 to, you know, like, it's just, it's it causing struggling young adults. Struggling young adults. And again, again, this is not episode to like dog parents or whatever, but it's just from observation. From observation, conversation, interaction. I realize it's a premise. It's a very strange premise. And I think I only noticed that now, obviously, because I'm at this age. And again, it's not like my parents, when Lady Ed and my parents dropped me work, like they're still there for me. But I just realized, like, just that mentality that they have. Like, your parents, you will get, <laughs> you will get a little fucking job you can't. You're probably getting paid three hundred dollars a week, four hundred dollars a week, or five hundred dollars every two weeks maximum, brother. And your parents expect you to do dog. You can't can't ask for nothing ever again in this life, you know. Ever you cannot ask for nothing, brother. Well, don't let me say so because I guess it's still good, but I guess it's feel this might feel a way because at the end of the day the questions be weird. You ain't got money. At the end of the day you working, you know what I mean? And I feel like they just gone, like, they don't have the same issues that like you will have, like, the same issues with budgeting or having to stretch money or having to do certain things. But I don't know, man. It's so strange. It's one of the strangest things to me. And I'm not speaking about this, like, it's so clear-cut. It's so black and white. Like, I'm ever going to be ever so fucking great as a parent because I don't doubt that some people, like, screaming at me, well, Christina, you go have a fucking child then since it's so fucking easy, you talking this shit. And I'm not saying that. Hey, hello, 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 hello. That's exactly why I don't have none of them niggas. <laughs> this is exactly why. Right? A similar brother day. You yeah, me and Dennis was talk a lot. <laughs> Alex too. So you just gonna know yourself. I'm in the point in time, like if somebody tell me something and I told him this, I was like, if somebody tell me something, right? Send me my Christina, like, let me send me as somebody used to talk or whatever. And they say my Christina, girl, you know, or, or like, like, if you, if you tell me something, or like, if you're moving away and if you're moving away and we good in our spaces, we good, you know. So I was telling my, like, if I got a child, no, a baby, you crying, crying for hours. I give you a bottle, I burp you, I try to sleep you, I change you in every possible thing, I try to do every possible thing. You still crying, brother? You ain't sound that crying no dog. Don't boy dog anybody got time something didn't know that you crying whole day dog nobody ain't understand what you crying nobody can't help you everybody trying to help you nobody can't help you brother man you ain't sitting on that crying no? I ain't be real good over here no? <laughs> I ain't be real good over here real talk <laughs> so that's why it's just schooling because I know like the mentality I got no I can't brother man I cannot I can't even and that's why. When I sit and I think about these things and I have these conversations and I realize, like, how hard it actually is, I will always salute parents, dog. At the end of the day, I will always salute somebody that's a parent because, I, like I said, I can't do it. I can't do it. I myself can't do it. So I really salute you as a parent and just making that choice to do it. And I'm not making this. <laughs> when I talk about it, it's not like it's a fucking task, ain't <laughs> Like it's a, a task. And I guess it is, but at the end of the day, I know that there is still love behind it. So don't let me talk about it. It's just this atrocious job that has no love in it, right? I know that there are the positives that come of it too, you know what I mean? I was just going to say, I still don't know when, what's the name of the episode, but I feel like I named it earlier, but I truly forget the fucking name. I forget the name, Dana. 
I really don't know. I can't remember what I name it. This is going to name it Precious. I really can't remember. Ciao. You never know. I have my friend's name, but it's time I got plenty of description. But, yeah. That's my rant for today, man. Women too. Women too. Disclaimer, whenever I say men, I mean unisex. But I'm going to work on that. Just how you, I guess in a way, trying to work on saying niggas too. That's also unisex. But yeah, so fucking glad to have this on man. I just be planning the podcast in my head for weeks. Oh God, weeks on weeks on weeks. And I just can't get there. But I always love it when I get there. I always love it when I get there. I always enjoy my time here. I always love putting content out. Hopefully I come across a note somewhere. I don't know. But like I said, I just don't want to come and talk nothing. I just want to come and spew a little thoughts, a little lesson, a little resolution or some fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> Something. So I guess today's resolutions is just being aware of the pressures that you put on yourself, man. For real, as you take away today, don't don't put any unnecessary pressures on yourself. Your journey is your journey. Do not get undeterred now because you get and compare yourself to your peers, compare yourself to family, compare yourself to anything. Like your journey is your journey. And you're doing well on your journey. You're doing well on your journey. Focus on you and focusing on bettering yourself along that journey, you know what I mean? And again, like I said, that's advice to myself too. That's advice to myself for sure. That's something that's going to really remember before it dragged me down, honestly. So like how I go to the beach on Sundays, I hope y'all are doing things to keep you above water, keep you focused, keep you just in, how to put it? I, want, I wanted to say a hold of your time, but just keeping you in control of your time and your life and your space and your mental. Because I know when you go to work, And you really, like, begin to, like, fall into a routine and shit. It's very easy to, like, for, like just put certain things on the back burner. And I don't want you to do that to yourself. Continue. Even if it's, like, a thought, a day, a low word, a day, a idea, a day, or something, you know. Always put time into yourself. Always put time into yourself to keep control of that. Right? So, love being here all the time. It's not all the time I can turn that joint, I promise. It's a six point five no man, you know what I mean? Just cooling. <laughs> just cooling. Just cooling. But it was about today though. I enjoy my Sunday again. I cut no. Cut no for the week. Because I'm trying to be consistent with my eating, you know what I mean? So I could stop spending money on food. <laughs> but I can cut no for the week by little black beans and quinoa and stuff there. Got some china peas, some chow mein. Cook a little food, man. You know what I mean? Some sweet potato and thing. I ain't gonna deal with that. Deal with that. Next sleep. We got we're early tomorrow. Early o'clock. So I wish y'all well. I wish y'all a good week. I wish y'all a good time. I really do miss y'all. Like I said, it's really miss being here. I miss just interacting with y'all. So when I could just grasp your time, when I know that guy, it's gonna be too late next thing. Like if it's like calling a Wednesday and it gonna be for everybody next day, cause I obviously want smoke to plan the podcast and smoke during the podcast. So if I ain't got weed. I, I just can't do podcasts because we're smoking podcasts and I can't smoke the split that I will get to smoke before work. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do that. <laughs> just can't do that. So, yeah. This is very fellas. I just cool in. Have a good week. You know what I mean? Keep your head up. Keep your head above water. You only drown if you stay down. Don't stay submerged. All right? Later. I'll see you all next episode. Hopefully, it won't be a fucking month. God damn it.
But yeah. Love all your time, guys. Peace, love, guidance, and respect.